songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this is husband Ari Vukitas. Oh, what a shit show it's been. Oh my god, you guys. We're coming to you live from like the fortress at the end of every zombie movie once the walls have been breached. Oh, but wait, the fortress? Like, you mean like the place like Zion where they all like try to get to by the end of the zombie movie? Honestly, no. It's like the shitty shopping mall in the middle of yeah, the zombie exactly, movie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We are the school bus that we for some reason all run into. Oh, little bit of background. Everyone in our house is sick. That's what we're talking about. So... Ari and I are taping today because it has been so nuts. I've been super sick. Everyone in our house has been super sick. And so I have had to cancel uh, at least one of our tapings. One of our guests was sick. So she had to cancel. So we were supposed to tape two different shows this week. We didn't tape any. And Amanda's in the shit. And we are in the shit. But we wanted to bring you an episode and um live from the abandoned hospital on roosevelt island <laughs> so that's us me betsy and ari vukitas hello my husband oh my god I, this is like the most prolonged eye contact i've made with you or like another human being in like a week it's it's been a really long week because we have had for nine years we have danced this intricate and elegant dance of we have never been sick at the same time uh, like we've just like waited like I'll just like push it off and then get sick or you'll just push it off and get sick mm-hmm. but not not today pals it's been like a week where to start oh my god where do we start where do we start okay I'm gonna tell a little story you tell a story so Friday at Ajax so we have three kids they're all boys four seven and nine and I was going on um friday to pick up ajax oh and if i might add three kids uh at three different public schools in case you're wondering why we're all sick (laughs) so our seven-year-old at his school had a sweetheart stance and it's like this family event and everyone goes and you get like everyone dances there's a dj you get to eat you know, cotton candy and drink lemonade and dance and uh, everyone gets like glow sticks and it's super fun. It's an annual event. We look forward to it. And Ajax is a dancer. Like he's a oh. very like enthusiastic and skilled and he practices a lot. He loves. He loves dancing. dancing. And he's such a little sweetheart. He was really looking forward to, um, I think, dancing with his crush slash girlfriend slash whatever she is it's so Um, complicated these days it's so complicated if they had a facebook page which they don't because they're far too young yes they're um, children yeah but yeah he has there's a lady in his life he's got a couple ladies he always has dude slayjacks it's from the beginning (laughs) bayjax more like Mm slayjacks um yeah yeah he's always had a lady and a lady in the wings. Yeah. For real. Yeah. There's always like a Betty and Veronica fighting over him. I think always. I don't know if they're always fighting over him. I mean, they not were always sometimes. Younger. Yeah. But yeah. So he's got his main lady, Jessica. He's got a lady in the background. Grace. <laughs> um, right. Those are their names. Not Grace. Faith. 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 Grace. It sounds the same to me. Yeah. Okay. So, Jessica, yeah, I think he was excited because we had maybe even said, like, oh, maybe you'll get to dance with Jessica. And, like, 
And she's and she's great. She's like a little oh, like I love her. She's like a little bossy she's so mini bossy. age. She's so bossy. So oh, she's so bossy. She's like a year younger, and she's like, "Here's what we're gonna do," and she tells everyone what to do, and she's hilarious. I love her. Yeah, she's great. If she's our uh, daughter-in-law, thirty years from now, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so we're all looking forward to this. And then as we're like leading up to Friday, I'm starting, was it, was it Thursday night? I'm starting to feel like, oh, I feel like maybe not everyone's feeling so well. Yeah. And like, maybe there was a thing. Yeah. So we get a call from school and it's like, hey, Ajax threw up and you need to maybe come and get him. But not just that. He had been, normally he takes the bus home from school, but he'd been waiting at school. Like we paid extra for daycare so he could hang out until five where we were in theory all going to go to this thing. Sweetheart stand. Yeah. So instead, uh, instead, apparently he was just like lying and moaning on their library floor. Yeah. Like, I guess he was home? like upstairs. He was like playing in the yard, you know, the, the, whatever the fucking field or whatever yeah at some point he baffed as you oh, as oh, your people right. say yeah baffed baffed yeah uh because from boston um i guess my people say burfed <laughs> your oh. people don't talk about it yeah we don't talk about it um so he burfed he he tossed his cookies is that oh, something you, you people ever say uh it's not something, what do you mean you people you people <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> You Jews, do you ever <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Now it comes out after ten years of marriage. Here it is. Come on. Oh my God. We've been married longer than. Oh boy. Well, it feels like 13. ten to me. We've been married. Th- oh my God, we have been. Yeah. But it only took ten for this to come out. So anyway. Um. Where were we? Ajax was baffing in the yard. <laughs> he was baffing in the car and having yard. Oh, did he baff in the car too? No. Oh, do thank God. Okay, so he baffed in the yard, and then um, and so they were like, "Come and get him." And I was like, "Oh, can I talk to him on the phone?" Because I wanted to know, like, should I just come alone and get him and take him home, or like, should the whole family come? Like, because. Ajax is my kid with a tricky gag reflex. He baffs all the time. Yeah, dude, he baffs like wicked all the time. <laughs> like he's literally like he he's thrown up because um, he just coughs too hard. He's thrown up because he's eaten too much. Like there's too much food in his he's mouth. He's thrown up because he's eaten too little. He threw up one time. I talked about it on the show. There was chocolate on the outside of his backpack. It looked like shit, and he was so upset that it just looked like shit. That he barfed. He barfed one time when he was little, and on Halloween, you made him pumpkin pancakes that were just pancakes that were dyed orange, and you put them down in front of him, and he just yarked. (laughs) He just freaked out and barfed. So, which I gotta say, is not the reaction any of us were expecting. No, I really was, I was thinking it was gonna be a real Pinterest fucking moment. Oh yeah, it was gonna be anywhere from like mild delight to squealing delight and just uh, instant horror uh, barf was not. No, it was really not. Nothing I was prepared for. So anyway, yeah. so this is Ajax. So I wasn't sure how serious this was and no one could get him on the phone and the last I had heard he was like in the library, like lying down kind of passed out which was alarming 
So, uh, so I'm like, I guess I'll just go by myself. Welcome to the Los Angeles Unified School District. Uh, we leave students passed out on the library floor. Anyway, so he's passed out in the library. So I'm like, shit, I guess I better go get him. So I, I drive out to get him. Ajax's school is super far away. Um, I, I get there. It's, it, you know, there's like a whole thing happening. The sweetheart stands. There's oh, families. Right. All the other kids are there. Everyone's happy and joyful and so excited. And this school is, uh, has very little parking. Oh, so yeah. So anytime there's an event, you basically park in the neighboring town. Oh, yeah. I had to cut a bitch to like get a good parking spot at a such. I was like, I'm just here for a few minutes. So I park and I'm like, I'm just here for a few minutes. And um, and luckily the school is small enough that they're like, we know where he is. We know what you're here for. It's cool. So I go to the library and there he is. He's with the librarian, you know, the school nurse slash librarian. librarian. Like in the old days when your barber was also your surgeon. Exactly. So the librarian was putting leeches on racks. <laughs> Who doesn't even go to school there? But she was also shaving his face. So that was good. That's the important thing. Yeah. And he did get his leg amputated. I. Mm. It's funny you didn't lead with that, but yes. Okay, well, he, and he had his first taste of bourbon because of that. He mm-hmm. was biting a stick, drunk on bourbon, amputated leg. It's anyway, been a big week. It's been a big week. Some people, when they reenact the Civil War, they don't really reenact the Civil War. Look, here's the thing. When Amanda's not here... It's just two balloons and not a lot of string, okay? <laughs> so Ari and I will just go dancey dance, fanciful off into the distance. Okay, so here we go. String. Oh, string. Okay, so I go to get Ajax. Um, he's a fucking mess. And he's like, I just, I'm so upset. I want to go to the thing. And I'm like, Ajax, we can't. We can't go to the sweetheart dance. You are sick. We need to go home home you are sick and he's like no like like, so upset and i'm like fuck i know that he's been looking forward to this i know he's been talking about it for weeks he's talking about it for weeks okay um look ajax like we can't he's like no i was like okay here i was like what can we i was just oh that's what can we do to make you feel better so we, we narrowed it down to uh, if he just got cotton candy. Right. It was a terrible idea. Always good for and, uh, and hot sauce and four corn dogs. Right. Okay, so cotton candy. And he wanted to get like, um, like you know, a lighty uppy, yeah, glow sticky yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of situation. So I was like, oh, fine. All right. He's got $10 cash. I've got $1. Great. $11. Because uh, I never have cash. I don't know who does. And let's just... Our baller seven-year-old does, apparently. Let's just run in. We're going to get stuff. And then we're going to go. And like that, he like that placated him. So I was like, all right. So we start to go. And already he's like, oh, hold on. I got I to gotta sit. And he was like... sitting on the floor like sitting on the ground good grief and he would like lay down i was like ajax what are you doing he's like i just gotta lie down it's worth noting that ajax and and god love him is he chews the scenery when he's not feeling well and i'm not saying that it's like it's insincere uh but like he's dramatic about these things so when he is sick he swoons is he yeah 
Really? Yeah. But I don't mean it in an exaggerating way, but he's just very like, when he feels happy, everyone has to know how happy he is. When he feels sad, like, yo, clang, 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 hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> right? There's no secrets with that guy. There's no none of these, like, girlfriends that Ajax has. Here's why girls like Ajax, because they're never, well, maybe we'll see if this holds up in high school, because they're never going to have to be like, what is he thinking? <laughs> You're so right. There's no mystery there. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, I'm trying to... Here's the other thing. I was like, hey, Ajax, like, um, by the way, when you threw up earlier, like, uh, did anyone see you? Like, were you in the... Because that's the other thing. Like, right. I know that, like, I, I went to a school growing up where people I went to school with when I was two years old were also people that I went to school with when I was 16 years old. Oh, yeah. And some of those people, I I know for a fact, would be like, hey, remember that time we were sitting on that rocking chair and you threw up? Oh, 100%. Yeah. So so I was like, hey, Ajax, did anyone see you throw up? And he was like, no. I was like, that's awesome. Great. Because this kid fucking, he'll get off the bus Sometimes I do most of the uh, bus pickups, but I don't do know you? if this has happened to you. Is that a bit? No. Okay. I do most of the bus. No, you pickups. do. You do most of the bus pickups. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. So, but a lot of the time, not a lot of the time. Okay. Uh, uh, an outsized it is, it is number of times I will pick him up and he will uh, throw up on the ground or throw up into a bag like immediately. Uh. Wow, that almost never happens with me. This is not consistent with your reality? No, I must be better at picking them up. <laughs> oh, man, I'm such a failure at picking them up. Well, Ari, if you're so good at it, why don't you do it every day? What? <laughs> so, you know, I... W- I definitely, for a time when I was a kid, was like, the kid that vomits on the bus. So, you know, so I I didn't want him to be the kid who was, like, known for vomiting. Right. I know. I was always the funny, smart kid with the big dick. And I know what it's like to get, like, pigeonholed. What? What's up? (laughs) So I said, "Uh, Ajax, here's the thing. You might, you, you threw up. You don't feel well. Like, so much so that he was like, I gotta sit down on the ground. Right. Just rest for a minute. Gotta enjoy the sweetheart's dance from the fetal position under this desk. Yeah, what? Like, you are laying on the fucking ground. You My can... man has Spartan blood. This is, he's strong. It is true. He literally, he does. He does. He Spartan blood. So I was like, here's the thing, Ajax. If we go to the sweetheart's dance, which you want to do, and you throw up, at the sweetheart's dance, that will be what everyone remembers. Oh yeah, about the sweetheart. There will dance. be a page in the yearbook about that, and that's what everyone will remember about you. Which I think is a harsh truth, but I think it's good for him to hear because I needed him to know that. We still, I mean, look, we're we're in our mid thirties, and we still have. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Blew it. You yeah, blew yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I still have like from when I was a kid. It's like, oh yeah, that's that party where so and so threw up all over himself. Like, oh, oh yeah. that's a party where, yeah, so-and-so fell right? down, but whatever. Yeah. So anyway, he got, that got through to him. Like, okay, yes, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the thing that everyone remembers about this event. 
I don't want to be me throwing up being the thing. So that's how I convinced him, like, let's just get some stuff and then we'll go. And that was the other thing. He was, like, wailing and crying like any other time. Like, and and parents and kids would, like, look at us with a concerned face and be like, oh, my God, is everything okay? Like, they really thought, like, something really bad had happened or he was super injured. I was like, no, he's just sick and he can't be at the dance. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, my man just wants to dance it out. This week, we are sponsored by Mod Cloth. So what is Mod Cloth? At Mod Cloth, they design vintage-inspired pieces made relevant for the right now. It's crafted by a team of in-house designers, and they have signature styles that include hand-drawn prints, unexpected silhouettes, and an inclusive size range that celebrates all women. Mod Cloth never goes out of style. I have to agree. Most times, I will say, I have stopped someone at work, and I've said, what is that dress? I absolutely love it. And I hear... Oh, I got it on Mod Cloth. Mod Cloth has this amazing ability to like craft an, a unique silhouette, a different kind of dress that you've never seen before, but then all you do is want it and you can't get it anymore because it's gone. But they have these amazing prints and they just kind of go out of the ordinary, but yet it also isn't so out of the ordinary that it's awkward. It's just right. It's like a beautiful dress that makes you feel great and it's got pockets. I don't know. You know what that means. A dress with pockets. There's nothing better. Well, you know what is better is getting a dress with pockets for less money. So if you'd like to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, including sale items, go to modcloth.com and enter code WMD at checkout. This promo code cannot be combined with any other offers. So again, that's modcloth.com and enter code WMD for 15% off your order of $100 or more. Get on there, find your dress and work it. Saving money on award-winning wine you're guaranteed to love has never been easier with First Leaf. Unlike other wine clubs that guess about your favorite wines, First Leaf uses your feedback and ratings to curate wine selections personalized to your unique tastes. First Leaf is so confident in the quality of their wine, they even have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means if you're not feeling a particular bottle of wine, First Leaf will cover it completely. I just tried First Leaf, and unfortunately, I can't speak to this because I loved every bottle that they sent me. How did I love every bottle that they sent me? Well, I went online, and First Leaf uses a wine quiz to assess my exact wine drinking preferences, from sweetness to wine styles to even how adventurous I am. They learned all about what I like. Then they created an introductory six-pack of wine for me, all for just $29.95. Seriously. An introductory six-pack of wine for $29.95. These wines normally go for at least $20 a piece. When my bottles arrived, I tasted and rated each of them online. First Leaf then took my ratings and selected unique wines based on my taste for my next shipment. In fact, First Leaf sends out more than 17,000 unique shipments of wine every month because everyone's tastes are different. So try First Leaf Wine Club today, where buying great wine is simple. So sign up with our link and you'll get six bottles of wine for $39.95 plus free shipping for a year. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash WMD. And if you rate all six bottles of wine from your first box, you get $10 off your second box. Check out this exclusive offer only at tryfirstleaf.com slash WMD. So he was super upset, like wailing. It was a very big public thing. I was trying to shield him from 
a social embarrassment and um and so we go to like get cotton candy and these glowy things and then i realize oh shit we can't just give cash we gotta get these motherfucking tickets tickets so then we're standing in line to exchange 11 cash dollars for 11 fucking paper tickets. Because you know what makes a fundraising party good? What? An extra layer of bureaucratic bullshit. Yep. Yep. So we're waiting in line and he's like, oh boy. And so I run him over to like, I like, I'm like manhandling him. Right. And also, so I'm like, as a mom, I'm trying to handle his vomits. As a member of the community, I'm trying not to make a mess. Right. Um, and also, as just a mom mindful of my son, I don't want him to be embarrassed in right. his community. In, in this thing that he's been looking forward to as a thing where he's going to basically show off because he is a good dancer. That's the other he's thing. He's a charismatic fucking dancer. He... he oh, I guess. it. He some You're super right. intense, like, Gangnam style breakdancing. Like. You're right. I just now realized what he had envisioned. We were going to be at this sweetheart's dance. His crush, Jessica, was going to be there. His lady-in-waiting, Faith, Grace, Chastity, whatever nope, her name faith. is. Okay, faith. Uh, and then he was going to do some fucking right. sick dance Someone's going to drop the needle on some Alan Walker, and he was just going to go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be like, what? Is this geometry dash? Right. Fucking... EDM or whatever the fuck I love and then he was gonna do break dancing and some crazy moves and everyone's gonna be like what and instead and instead I manhandled him over to a, a planter and he heaved into it yeah that's an Amanda move I feel like that's that's an Amanda Barf Cannon move so then I was like we gotta go like, and he was like no and I was like we gotta go we gotta go. Like, leave them. You can't. Get to the chopper. That's what it was like. It was like, get to the chopper. Yeah. So, so it was like everything in me just to drag him to the car and just be like, fuck the cotton candy that I know will make you barf. Fuck the line to get glow shit that you're only going to like one day. We got to get in the car. So we get in the car and then it, and then it's rush hour. Because of the time of that it all like works out, right? And and it on a clear day he's forty five minutes away. On a clear day he's like thirty five. Thirty five, like away. as the crow flies. But this is again Los Angeles, where that is rarely the case. And it's Friday, and it's rush hour, and it's us. So guess what? It's an hour. Strap it on, motherfucker! It's a get fucked party. Get <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Strap it on. It's a dildo. It's marked vomit party. Boom. My mom listens to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So we got fucked by the dildo that was marked. It's a metaphor for traffic. Vomit party. Um, And so we were in, he and I were in a car for an hour, probably more. So an hour hour of him being like i'm dying my stomach hurts so much i'm dying like like well it was like so fucking intense and part of me was like it's fine like like i think he's just being dramatic right but then there's also a part of you that's like oh my god 
is he dying? Right. And I'm ignoring obvious signs, such as my son being like, I'm in pain and I'm right. dying. I know I'm cutting to six hours ahead in the story, but he later did say, I hope I make it till tomorrow or something, right? Yes. For at least two days after, like consistently, he was like, I hope I wake up in the morning. I hope I survive. I wish there was a cure. Yeah. So he was like very, he was convinced that whatever this is, he was going to die. I kept, I kept telling him the whole time. I was like, you're sick, but you're not injured. Like, you will be okay. You have been through worse. We are going to be fine. This sucks, but so it goes. But I don't think he had been through worse. I think this was the worst. Girl, I have taken to the emergency room so many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, just imagine an hour. So, just like an hour with like a kid who's nagging you right. in the in traffic, right. in a car, is already so hard. Right. Now imagine that hour where a kid is like, I'm dying and I'm in pain. Solve my pain. Make it stop. And I don't know if you're going to get to this, but don't forget all the, you made more bargains with him than like a soldier in a trench. Oh my Because he got home and he's like, we're making French silk pie. And I'm like, what? And you're like, yeah, it's just one of the things I said to kind of get through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we're going to make pie. We're going to, yeah. I have all this, like, condensed milk and, like, fudge pie supplies. Oh, look. We're going to make some fucking pies. Oh, gosh. Okay, so right. I think that was the main thing. We get home. But, yeah, that was a, ugh, that was a nightmare. Ugh, and I'll say the other, the, so this isn't really a full story, but what I was doing while you were doing all that was I took the other two kids to, who had also been like had, excited to be at the yes. sweetheart stance. We had this whole plan, but then that Rex like, psych. Rex had this. What I I did not understand what this was. I still don't understand. Okay, so he there's this thing called dance. CDI. Now this is not what it stands for, but I'm going to make something up. Okay. California Dance Initiative, but it's that kind of thing. It's yeah. like some public school like yeah. extra thing where they go and dance. Um, yeah, it's actually really great. It's super cool. Some person comes in and teaches them how to dance. Yeah. And, and like somehow is amazing with like 60 kids and knows what they're doing. And again, for our kids who, man, they dance like they dance. So Rex had this like CDI dance thing and I didn't know what it was, but he described it to me and I thought it was just some kind of like informational session to learn about CDI. Yeah, I didn't understand what and it was. And I knew was. he was kind of into it, but I, I was, and I asked him, I was like, is this important or should we go to Ajax's thing? He goes, yeah, it doesn't really matter. What was Ajax's thing? Oh, right, the You're sweetheart sure. dance. Yeah, and he goes, that doesn't really matter. But so now that Ajax is out of the picture, we're like, well, we might as well go and we'll go to that and we'll leave early and go to basketball. So we go to that and, and it's great. Right, because the schedule was that Rex technically had the CDI thing and then basketball practice, yeah. right? So that was the other thing. Because both the kids play basketball and basketball you know, is the best because it's indoors. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, especially if you have more than one kid, you'll you'll know that there's, there's just so many cogs and wheels. So many cogs. And like so many different schedules and things to take into consideration. And if one cog or wheel gets off like course... <laughs> this, huh. Honestly, it, it, it's amazing that we fail as gracefully as we do. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for giving us that grace. <laughs> uh, faith. Well. It's faith. Oh, oh. 
chastity. <laughs> chastity. Charity. Thank you for giving us that chastity. Yes. What? Okay. So, so we go to the CDI thing, and it turns out that uh, it's this giant performance. First of all, the auditorium is packed. What? Yes. So, oh, that's right. We have we haven't talked. So, uh, so we go in there, and we're about five minutes late. Uh, and so Rex has about I'm gonna say sixty peers on stage. What? Yeah, about four or five different classes. Oh shit! And so we walk in, and when you walk in, we walk in from the side, like backstage. And Rex sees like the the dance leader or whatever, and she smiles and she's like, "Rex, awesome, you're here, get in position." Boom, Rex gets in position. Me and Odie go to watch what's happening, and uh, at which point Odie decides. Five seconds later. And so basically what's happening is there's these like four different classes. It's like the third grade, the fourth grade, the fifth grade, the sixth grade, whatever. And they're each going to do a dance and they're going to show some moves. Uh, but not, they, were, they kept saying like not too many because we don't want to give away what we're doing. But they want to show how they teach essentially. So like we're going to teach everyone a new move. So it's cool. So Rex's group goes last, which is only bad because we had to get out of there a little early to make it a basketball practice. And Odie, five minutes in, goes, yeah, I don't want to watch this anymore. And I go, Odie... You haven't been watching it at all. He's like, I'm bored. I, I want to do something else. I was like, you should watch your brother's dancing. Like, this is cool. Like, you might learn something. He's like, oh, I'm tired of watching this. I was like, Odie, you haven't watched this at all. So then he just fucking. Wait, so up until that point, people were dancing? Everyone dancing. And Odie was, our four-year-old was like, no. He was actually. running around the aisles, crawling under desks, getting scolded. Not scolded, but like sent back by strangers. But he wasn't like at all interested in the dancing. Not at all. <laughs> Which is funny because he, you know, worships his brothers. Yeah. Uh, I guess at, at home. Uh, so, but so Odie was like running around. And, was, and on one hand, and on one hand, I wanted to like, retrieve Odie and whatever but I also kind of felt like he's four he's running around oh, the auditorium yeah. we're in a I'm room I'm not gonna feel parents. bad about it yeah everyone gets it he's not being that distracting like it's fine yeah um and I don't and also and then Rex had a really nice moment well in a Rex way uh and also in a me way oh, that, I remember what it was now where he um he was asked to sort of he was selected to help demonstrate something oh um and he that seems special yeah uh it was like a huge thing like he and two other guys you know what it, also i think there were only a few boys there there was like in his class there was like three boys and like 10 girls or whatever oh so God. like the boys got a little extra yeah stage time so uh his class is a goddamn matriarchy <laughs> yeah he has how many how many boys are in his class it's something like eight to 24 <laughs> No, it's no? like four, is it less? It's like four boys. Yeah. Like it's very few. Rex boys. is a token boy in the yeah. Amazon class, and he is constantly complaining. Which is funny because up till now he has been like until this year he has preferred the company of girls. He yeah. has liked girls. Most of his best friends have been girls. Um, yeah, and a lot of times with boys, he's he's not really connected with them. Right. So, but here's part of the problem. Fourth grade boys... That, you would think that this would be like an advantage. Except fourth grade boys like fourth grade girls, but fourth grade girls don't like fourth grade boys. What does this mean? What I mean is like Rex might want to hang out with these girls, but what happened is they were like, shoot, boys are not cool. Boys oh, are out. So that's what's no. up. That's why Rex is always complaining about the <gasps> systemic sexism in his class. He is. He's he constantly is. complaining. Literally complaining about it. How sexist everything is. Right? And I try to explain. Little blue-eyed white boy. 
Oh my god, world's tiniest violin. Oy, oy, oy. Let let this be the worst thing you encounter, my privileged child. Did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which forms a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Ugh. Native's deodorant is made without aluminum so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. This week, we're sponsored by Native Deodorant. So why do we love Native? Well, it's safe. So it's it's formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's also vegan and never tested on animals, which is great. Ingredients that you know. They use all ingredients you know. So when you're reading it, you're like, wait, I know what all of this is instead of those weird names that you've come to look at and say, well, I guess that must be okay. It's probably not. It works. I mean, making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not have to mean that you have to sacrifice performance. Native will make you smell and feel fresh all day long. And they have amazing scents. They have over 10 different scents, which is like coconut and vanilla, which I really love, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus mint, to name just a few. So they have something for everyone. They also have, um, so they have varieties for men, women, and even teens, which is great because teens can stink. Um, so they offer an unscented option in case you don't like any kind of scents and a baking soda free formula for those with sensitivities. So if you're still not convinced, you can check out over 9,000 five-star reviews from the different customers who have made the switch to native. So we have an amazing promo code for you all. So for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WMD and you get 20% off your first purchase. So go to nativedeodorant.com and use promo code WMD at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. This week, we're sponsored by Care Of, which is a wellness brand that makes it easy for you to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. This year, if you have a resolution, the easiest thing to do when you're taking care of yourself is to take vitamins. But the biggest problem is, is you never know what vitamins to take. Care Of makes that easy. All you have to do is go online and take one of Care Of's quizzes, and they'll help you find the vitamins and powders that will support your specific health goals for the year, making it easy and convenient. They send them in these little tiny daily packs that are perfect for an on-the-go lifestyle. You just throw them in your purse or gym bag, and you're on your way, which for me is clutch because there's so many times where I'm like, I'm going to do this thing and then I forget to take the vitamins and everything's just thrown off. Also, you just, you never know what vitamins are better than the other ones. Care Of is focused on the quality science and research that goes into each of their products and recommendations. So you can rest knowing that they are doing everything they can to make sure you're getting the best possible product. So we have a very special deal for our Why Mommy Drinks listeners. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code WMD. 50. That's for 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code WMD50. So then we go to basketball after after like exiting we exited the wrong exit in the school and ended up in this weird like walled off like uh just this like courtyard with fences which was like dark and no lights like why are we here why did they why everyone saw us going here why did nobody stop us like we're trying to get the basketball let's go to basketball and uh uh i know exactly where you are and i've done the exact same thing yep uh so we get to basketball and uh, Rex is, uh, you know, at first he's, he's and I should say this about Rex too, like he's doing better and better, right? Because at the beginning he was a basketball. 
at basketball. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it, it just in terms of like socially getting along with everyone, right? Because so our kids are new to basketball, and I thought like, well, it's seven and nine, right? and all the other kids are like, we've been doing this for a year. Right. So I thought like I didn't, Which, I didn't play that sports. That was always me. I was always like, everyone was like, we've been doing this right. sport for years, and I'm like. I'm new to this sport and I don't even understand it in a very basic way. Right. And everyone's like, cool, you're a dum-dum. Yeah. And, and I always felt like a dum-dum. Like, I, I played youth soccer as a kid, but I, I'd always wished that my parents had encouraged me to do more sports. So, like, I I walked onto the freshman year, like, baseball team in high school. Like, I didn't play baseball in like, junior high. So I was like, well, let's give these, we're giving these kids a thing. But it turns out... That if you're starting them at seven and nine at basketball, it's not like the end of the world, but they are a little bit late to the game. <laughs> and there are two kinds of players, and it it you see it right away. The player the players that have done this before. Mm-hmm. Oh, three kinds of players. Players that have done this before, the players that have not done this before, and the players who have done this before and have a basketball hoop at home and or a coach for a dad. Yeah. And those kids are like the Michael Jordans of like whatever. So anyway, yeah, pretty sure Rex. I'm pretty sure Rex's team is gonna like go to if not win the like Rex's undefeated team. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're gonna the, win the championship. The championship of our Rex Center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, can you imagine like, what the size of the trophy for that thing is gonna be? Because I'm guys, looking right now at the participation trophy. Let's talk about this. Pers- let's talk about this for okay, a second. Okay. So first of all, wait. Participation trophy. Okay. I had a participation trophy once. When I was a kid, it was from ballet. It was a very small, probably under six inches. It was just a little ballerina. She was on a very small platform. And I had it for years, and I felt very proud of it, and I loved it. Now, Uh, okay. So here's. I think participation trophies are not. Bad. Yes, and here's my perspective too. So the idea of participation trophies gets a lot of shit. Yes. And it's often heaped on millennials. Yes. Um, but I am fundamentally pro-participation trophy yes. in that I did not earn a lot of trophies when I was a kid. And I think if I had a few just I think that's it's a confidence thing that it makes you believe you can do it because yes. if you can earn these trophies, why can't you earn other ones? So I'm actually pro-participation trophy. How Ever, yes. they need to look like what you are describing. Yes. The participation trophies that our kids got oh, for T-ball oh, boy. are, I mean, much bigger than an Oscar. Right? Like, they're enormous. Oh, my God. For participation. And it's it's a picture of a dude hitting a ball off a tee. <laughs> <laughs> and it is literally two feet tall. Two feet tall. And my kid's name spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah. Rex Von Kiedis, participant. Why is it so big? If he were to actually, like, like earn a trophy outside of participation alone, imagine... Wait, so, the size of the garbage we would have. It, yeah, like, what I'm dreading them winning the championships because well, one of two things is going to happen. Oh, God. It's either going to look like the fucking Stanley Cup and it's going to be this huge thing you can drink out of or more likely it's going to be smaller than the T-Ball Participation Trophy. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's too big. Get a little one. Okay, so so far we have four trophies in our house. 
and they four sit on, more than I had when I was a kid. And they sit on three more than I had. They sit on top of our like bookshelf in our fucking dining room. They are so big. I wish I could disappear them. Well, here's my plan. My plan Ooh. is once they start earning enough actual trophies, that we can have a little we'll, trophy we'll shelf. Quote. Store these we'll store away. These away. Quote. We'll send them to the forever farm. Oh, send them to the forever farm. Yeah. I mean, right? We'll re-gift them to another kid that didn't accomplish much. There you go. We'll re- Next time we're invited to a birthday party, mm-hmm. we'll just bring them a trophy. Here's a trophy. Oh, it's not. It. It's not your name. That's okay. It's not my kid's fucking name either. They spelled it wrong. <laughs> Happy birthday! I know you're not Ajax for Critus. Wait a but- second. Come to think of it. They always park. We have a magnet. I'm looking at it right now on our fridge with a picture of Ajax. It says William Lee. <laughs> because he and this Korean kid got their names mixed up. And I just kept it because he looks like a plausible William Lee. But there's a because Lee is it. Well, yeah, ethnically Lee, ambiguous yeah. name. But it's funny that there's like a little Korean kid out there that just says Ajax Fukita. It's sweet that you think anyone would even put that much thought into it. Is this a William Lee? I don't know. I wouldn't have thought into it. <laughs> so at this CDI dance thing, Rex has like a good moment where he Oh, we're is, back at the CDI We're dance. back at CDI. So he's asked to demonstrate uh, a thing. And he shows off what I certainly learned, and you probably did too, which is like, anybody can be right, but only certain people can be funny. Oh boy. And so he's sort of like, instead of doing exactly what's asked, like technically does what's asked, but uses it as an opportunity to do a sort of like sly bit, and it kills. Oh. And, uh, you know, and in fairness, it was, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, it was good. Like, it didn't upstage the dance teacher. It was just, she made the mistake of giving. A smart-ass kid who she knows to be a smart-ass, room to be a smart-ass. And if you invite Rex to a party, sometimes Rex shows up. Yeah. So, uh, but I was proud of him. Because the thing is, sometimes in sports, it goes the wrong way. Right. We're like, you know, again, instead of being good, you can be funny. But, like, you need a certain base level confidence so your funny doesn't just look, like, kind of shitty and complaining. Right. So he's been better at basketball. That's why I was getting to that. Oh. So he's been better at basketball about that. This is the kid who got a note from his coach literally the coach goes less skipping on defense it's like that's who like rex is he skips a lot literally skipping mm-hmm. he skips down the court <laughs> but hey he covers that ground fast <laughs> skipping and so that's so cute halfway and he's you know he's doing fine like he's doing well uh not making a lot of baskets but whatever like he's new at this right yep. like he hasn't done this before so uh half an hour into this he comes up and he's like I'm so sleepy. I gotta go home. Now, this is before I knew everyone was sick. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was just him being a lazy bones. Yeah. I didn't give him too much shit about it. But I was like, I was like, come on, like, don't quit on your team and blah, blah, blah. And then there was something about it that I was like, oh, who cares? It's Friday night. It's, he's nine. It's yeah, basketball. Exactly. Let's get out of here and go home and watch TV. Let the three kids who always get the points just get the points. Right? Let the point guard... I will say this. I would watch an all-star game of that league because the kids that can play can pull. Dude, they're all three identical blonde kids and they're all great. Yeah, yeah, there's... I have no idea which kid is which. 
Ajax's team is three identical blonde kids. And yeah, and Rex's oh, team. Oh, Rex's team is just that one tall kid. That, that one tall kid, and then that like <laughs> that like Asian assassin that just like <gasps> yes. boom, boom, the coach's kid. Yes. Yeah. The coach's kid and the tall kid. And dude, shout out to Rex's coach, who first of all wore a suit to his last game. Jesus. Which is amazing. And also <laughs> shows up early with his phone and tapes and scouts the other teams. Yeah. Listen, there is a reason. That these guys are going to the championships. And that reason is that coach gives a fuck. And that's what I like. And every every year when the sports teams are like, hey, Ari, do you want to coach? We need another coach. Can you coach? Like, no, 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 no. You know why? Because I don't fucking care who wins these games. We need coach Albert who cares. And, and he was right. And I got to say, he at the intense. very he's intense. At the very beginning of the season, yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, because he laid it out. He was like, Here's the deal. What we're going to do is we're going to win all the time because kids love to win. And that's going to make them dedicated to basketball and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, if your kids are new to this, if they haven't played before, probably not going to score this season. Here's what we're going to work on. Blah, 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 blah. And at first I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's intense. You know what? No, good. Because life moves that way. It moves fast. It's not a fucking lazy (laughs) river. Get on board. Get some layups. Get in there. Wow. Oh, boy. All of this, Betsy was Friday. That was just Friday. This is just Friday. Oh, boy. (laughs) I still do truly believe that you were doing a great job. Thank you. And I've seen how you were doing a great job. And yesterday, you let me sleep till 1 p.m. One post-meridium when you were also sick. And you have been very supportive. Ah, thank you. And this has been some old bullshit. This week has been a shit show. You know what has helped me get through this week? Mm. Is our Facebook group, or Why Mommy Drinks Facebook group. For real. Because I, I made a post about, like, I, was, I just posted, like, and everyone's sick. And I got so much, not just like support from the Facebook community, but so many stories of people that had it so much fucking worse than we do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, but honestly, everyone's sick, kind of, so what? Like, it's the norovirus. It's not the coronavirus. It's not cancer. Like, we're going to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. And right now, we have. This is a record. It's been at least an hour and a half since bedtime. No one has come downstairs and no one has thrown up. That is new. You're right. That's amazing. (laughs) Well, if you find yourself in a (laughs) never-ending nightmare scape of vomit. If you find yourself baffing on the dance floor in front of your crush. (laughs) Just know... We see you, and you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts 
about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time. Then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, Club. you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.